You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and an intuitive energy curator. So today's episode, I'm recording last minute at like 10.30 on Monday night. I wasn't going to do one this week, but I had a thought when I was out for a walk that was kind of returning to some notes I made for an idea for an episode a couple of weeks ago. And it's kind of coming in as like a transition from cancer season into Leo season. So I'm going to share it. And the idea that keeps coming back is being in the here and now. So there are so many cliche phrases around this and things that we hear probably often, especially if you spend a lot of time in the spiritual space, whether it's in conversation or books or podcasts about being present, being in the now. And I think it's one of those things where you can hear it a million times and it just has to hit a certain wave and it has to be a certain person that you hear it from or a certain time that you hear it before it actually really sinks in. So this has happened to me with a few other things, which many of you have been on the journey for. So taking time to rest and slowing down has taken me probably two years of hearing it consistently, trusting that it was a message I needed to hear, wanting to do it, and then starting to implement strategies to make that uh, something I had capacity for. But sometimes it just takes a long time of like consistent action and trial and error. There were many different ways I tried that. So for example, when I wanted to be able to slow down and have more time for art, I started deciding that Thursdays were going to be my day to make art. But then I also committed to a weekly volunteering shift that day. And then I also found myself just moving whatever work I would normally do Thursday to the weekend or to other days. And that just wasn't working. And so, as I mentioned in another episode, what I did instead was I chose which days I was going to work instead of like picking one day I was not going to work. And by doing that, it sort of has forced my brain to just be able to focus more on those days, knowing that I want the other days to be able to do other things that I enjoy. And sometimes I just want to do nothing. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is has been one of the hardest, but yet most valuable lessons I've learned. And mostly, honestly, over the last six months. Because my brain is going all the time. Between just being someone who is very busy and also having ADHD, it's like there's really no break. And so even the times when I'm not thinking a lot. I have a show on. Sometimes I have multiple things on at the same time in order to focus. So once in a while, I do need to just kind of empty my brain and just sit and either scroll on TikTok or watch Netflix and just passively do that while I'm just sort of relaxing. 
I also do like to have times when I'm not listening to anything. And I try to do that more often than not when I go for walks as well. But being in the here and now has only really made sense since I've been able to take that time to rest because part of knowing when it's time to rest is being able to listen to my body. And in order to do that, I have to be very present. So while I've had this message to be present many times, it had to be connected to another lesson for me to really absorb it. So something that started happening, though, a few weeks ago was that I started getting the card from the Wisdom of the Oracle deck that is actually called Here and Now. And then that exact phrasing of it, not being present, not any of the other ways we might hear that, but the actual phrase here and now started coming up a lot. And I was like, why is it not? Because, you know, there's the power of now, that book by Eckhart Tolle. There's, you know, being present, being in your body, all of these other ways of hearing that. But here and now for me made me realize that the now, yes, is being in the present moment. And that's more of like a mental and emotional state of not focusing on the past or the future but being here is part that other missing piece that I don't think I ever really connected which is being in your body being in your physical space and one of the episodes I did recently was about your environment through I did it through the lens of human design and the different environment types that we might have and what I started realizing in the last week was that part of my problem, I think, with not being able to be present is that I had a whole bunch of stuff all over the place in my apartment. There were reasons for it. Like I had to empty my kitchen for maintenance to come in and do some some stuff. So that stuff was in my living room. And then in the process of taking it out and emptying my kitchen, I was like, oh, I should organize and like figure out what I want to donate before I put it all back. But then because I kept putting that off, it was just all staying in my living room. So like my kitchen table and my whole living room was just like organized chaos. And this past weekend, I finally got to a point where I was like, okay, I need to start putting this all back together. And then I noticed over the last couple of days, as I was doing that, I was very physically present in my space because I was looking at like where I wanted things to go and like how I use my space. And that goes back to the environment thing where we are talking about which way each type uses their space. And because I'm a kitchens person, I like spaces that are filled with alchemy and things being created. And that means having things available and in my line of sight that I might want to use in order to create. And that I think also really ties in well with my ADHD because the object impermanence of like when I don't see the things I want to do, I don't do them. So I actually changed up. I always have a couple of small appliances on the counter, just like my coffee maker and the things that I use often. And I keep wanting to make more smoothies and blended drinks, but my blender has been underneath the sink like in my where I keep a bunch of my appliances this whole time so then I was like well I don't use my Keurig and I don't use some of the other appliances that are out all the time so why are they on the counter and so now I just have the base for my blender 
my coffee maker on the counter so it leaves extra space. And it's also this reminder of like, oh, yeah, I want to make a smoothie. And that was just part of being present is like in the moment when I get up now, I have that choice of, oh, do I want to make a smoothie before I make my coffee? That kind of didn't go along the same line of where I was going, but just this idea of being physically in your space and like maybe the here and now, because the here is the physical, the now is the mental, then maybe there is a stronger tie than I've ever realized before between those two. So when I found myself just going through the same mental cycles over the last few weeks, like the same emotional cycles, the same thought patterns, I was like, what else is tied to that? And then I realized that I wasn't doing a lot of the things I like to do because my space isn't really in working order. And so this, all of these episodes I've been doing for the last little while are all kind of tying together. So this idea of environment and then dream life, which is back to like the envisioning and more the mental, emotional, spiritual part of it is like I have these ideas of like where I want to be and where I'm headed. But in order to get there, it takes constant action. And I can't take the actions I want to take if my space does not support that. And, you know, it's funny, I say these things so often, like I could talk about our environment quite often. I talk about space, I talk about being in your body. But the fact that like I've said it out loud and I consciously know how connected mind, body, spirit, all of these things are. It just sometimes takes a certain different lens to actually see how it physically is playing out. So by already in the last few days taking actions towards organizing this, my thought patterns have really cleared up where I've gotten clarity on certain things. My emotions have shifted where I'm not going into self-doubt about things as much. And... I realized like a big part of that is just feeling more physically present and it's made me more emotionally present. So in cancer season, this was coming up because nostalgia was coming up as a theme. And this play between nostalgia, looking at the past and, you know, things that we're maybe longing for from the past and tying it to the future where we're dreaming about the future And how sometimes we can get so caught up in those two energies that we're not being present. And so the phrases that I had written down here were nostalgia and dreaming. But then the phrase, I made it to here. So like, why am I not enjoying here? And then now I'm thinking like, this is where here and now comes in. And I think I've talked in many episodes, I don't remember how recently, but I talk often about how sometimes what brings me back to the present is thinking about what I might remember from now. And I don't know where I shared this last. If it wasn't a podcast episode, I apologize if I'm repeating myself. But I think it was actually a journal prompt that came up in the recharge. And what it was making me think of was how when we are looking at the past and we're being really nostalgic about something, All of our different senses may be activated. So there might be a smell that brings you back there. There might be a certain food that you eat that brings you back to a certain time or a certain person. There might be a place that you go. There might be a certain thing that you see, whether it's like an animal or a plant or something, Um, a sound, a song. 
And I started thinking I was being shown this example of looking back at this current time right now and trying to imagine like what it what would bring you back to this time? What sense? What sounds like what when in the future do you think is going to send you back to this? And if you're thinking, oh, I'm not really doing anything like there's nothing exciting. There's nothing that I'm doing consistently that would make me think of this time then like, how can you make this time more memorable? How can you start to do things? So are you going to start wearing perfume again? Are you going to change up your scent that you wear every day? Are you maybe going to actually start lighting some nice candles for yourself? Are you going to start playing a certain kind of music for that memory to sink in? You know, like for me, one of the other things that comes back to me when I think this way about like what what I remember about now, what always comes to mind is the view from my apartment because I have this very clear feeling that like I am going to miss this time because I have this whole space to myself and I have a view of the sunset every single night. I look out onto a park, you know, <laughs> it's like really a beautiful place to be. And so whenever I find myself just in my head, I try to really appreciate that. And I actually have been going on threads and sharing poems from this journal that I've had. This really was more of like a poetry book that I've been writing for quite a while. And most of them are from the first year I moved in here before I started school, before I was doing multiple jobs, when I was able to be present every night because I didn't bring my work home with me. I didn't work from home. I was doing a physical job during the day, so I was just resting at night. And every night I would sit out on my balcony with some sort of a, either a tea or some wine, and I would bring my notebook out and a book to read. And I would just sit outside and enjoy the breeze and the view and the sounds. And so lately I've been using threads to share some of those again and edit them a little bit here and there. And it's really started to bring me into the present of like, what would I write about now? And it started to bring back my inspiration. I actually created, well, finished a print that I had ongoing for a while. And it just feels like the more I pay attention to the physical things that I want to do, my physical space, the more I find other things coming in. Now, one of the kind of other through lines that was coming up around this idea of here and now was the fact that like when we are going too far into nostalgia or dreaming, it's really being led by like our mind and kind of our emotions as well. But it's kind of leaving the body out of it completely unless we're allowing ourselves to like fully feel into the feelings. And whether that's like processing the grief and the attachment that we have to something in the past or something that's not coming yet, or whether it's really like holding on to like whatever love and fun and playfulness you are longing for, and then trying to bring that into the future by feeling it now. And I feel like for me, a lot of the things I find myself looking back at are really like light times when I was very present. <laughs> when I started thinking about that, I was like, wow, if I don't let myself be present now, again, when I look back at this time, I'm not going to have anything to long for because I'm not existing in my body at this time. I'm just reliving the past and like daydreaming about the future. 
And like I said, I was in this like, like thought pattern loop for the last few weeks, but coming out of it feels so good because I feel like now when I look back, at least starting now going forward, if I continue this way, I'll think about making print and having the windows open. And the fact that here we're really fortunate right now when the rest of the world in different parts are experiencing such extreme weather. And here, I mean, it's actually really nice. There's not a lot of humidity. We don't have fires right now. We have had some thunderstorms, but it's actually been really pleasant. And so I want to enjoy that and really like feel that in my body, feel what it feels like to go for evening walks. That's what I think I'm going to remember the most about this time is the view from my balcony and how my neighborhood looks at each time of the season and people's gardens, seeing rabbits. I actually have seen cardinals and bunnies a lot lately, which is really nice. So I'm trying to live in my body and like capture it with my mind instead of the other way around, just trying to like live through my mind. Something that I really wanted to talk about is as I have been taking these actions and actually doing the things I've been ruminating about for weeks and weeks and weeks. What I found is like, this goes back to something that I've also heard many times. It's really sinking in now, which is the fact that like when you keep promises to yourself and build trust in yourself, it really does empower you and build up your confidence and make you more certain that like the things you're working towards are going to happen. It's really hard to feel into your dream life, which as I talked about in the past episode, I've been doing a lot of dream life meditations. It's really hard to feel certain, not that we can ever be certain, but it's really hard to feel into the emotions and imagine yourself physically being in your future dream life and feeling like that's a current thing for you when you know you're not taking actions towards that or you know that your current actions are not aligned with all of the things either that you know you need to be doing or things that you've been meaning to do or things that you feel would be really beneficial for you. So I've noticed, like I said, that the last few days, the last week or so that I've actually been taking action and getting things off my to-do list. Like I was almost in tears last week because I finished my to-do list to the point where I could actually take time off and not think about work for a whole weekend because I knew I was actually ahead and that I'd be able to start the next week and still feel like I was on top of things. And then getting my space in order. So all these things that are on a day-to-day basis constantly weighing on my mind. And then when I did my dream life meditation, I I did it on my walk, like I was talking about. I did the back-to-back one today on my walk. And I actually could visualize and feel and saw whole scenes playing out. And I was amazed because I was like, I, even though I was feeling it more strongly in the last few weeks because I've been doing it consistently and like things were starting to show up more, this was like the most present I felt in the future, which is a weird sentence to say, but because I know I'm taking actions in that direction and I can actually see how my current actions are aligned with it. And that's not to say that there's not magic still coming. Obviously, I don't know how I'm going to actually get there, but I just know that I'm trusting myself and that I can trust that the universe is kind of meeting me where I'm headed because now I'm in that direction. I'm not just sitting still. 
And then speaking of the senses and physically being in my body and being able to see that, something that I started realizing in the last week is that, so and I'm usually claircognizant where I just know things, but clairaudience also comes through quite a bit where I hear song titles or lyrics or I hear just other sounds or sometimes I just receive messages that way. And there was this day that I was showing my mom on a video call my drum from the Sacred Spirit Retreat because I realized I hadn't shown her before. And I went to make a sound to play it for her for a moment to play a sound and it just was falling flat. Nothing was coming through. And I was so puzzled. I was like, that's so weird because I've heard it cracking a lot lately. And it had been really quiet for the longest time. So like it's real elk hide and the strings and everything, like it all, it settles at different times and you'll hear it crack. It's like a loud pop sort of sound sometimes. It's like if you pull an elastic back and let it go it, and then it like hits the drum. That's what it sounds like sometimes when it's really loud. But I was like, that's so strange. I've been hearing it a lot, but it's not letting me play it. So I put it back down. And then later in the afternoon, I had gone out to the other room to sit and read. And instead, I ended up scrolling on TikTok, as one does. And then I all of a sudden hear it crack really loud. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I didn't go to it or anything. I just was like, oh, I'm, and I was very, like, I heard it very clearly. And I was like, okay. And then, I don't know, I ended up doing some other stuff that evening. I cooked and did a few things. And then the next day in the morning, I got up with the intention of starting to clean my kitchen and do all of that stuff. And while I was waiting for my coffee maker, I sat down in my comfy chair and I was again scrolling on TikTok. And then I heard this loud snap sound and I heard something fall, like a small thing fall in the corner. I was like, what the heck was that? And I get up and I go over and I look and I'm looking and I'm looking and then I start laughing. I'm like, that is so bizarre. I have drawing racks in the corner and I have clothespins that just hang on them all the time. And they're not being used. There's no tension on them. It's like, you know, the hole where you can put it on where they're just sitting there. That's all it is. They're not actually, it's not the actual clip part that's being attached. And one of them just randomly, the spring gave out and it flew all over the place, the different pieces. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, why did this just happen? And all of a sudden it hit me. It got me out of the chair <laughs> and, it destroyed, and it was a loud enough sound that it got my attention. And then I started thinking back and over the last week, there's been so many times that a loud sound got me out of my chair, out of my bed, out of where I was sitting or like when I'm really sitting on my computer and working for a long time, sometimes that's when my drum cracks is when I've been sitting for a long time. And I know it's also humidity and a lot of things, but I realize the times that I pay attention to it or I hear it, it kind of snaps me out of whatever I'm doing. And when it happened the other morning, that's when I started being like, okay, I need to move stuff around in my space. I can't keep falling into this trap. And what was happening, I realized, was that even though my intention was to do these tasks that I knew would help me, it was overwhelming at the moment. And I was falling back into my pattern of like, oh, I'll do it later. And it got me out of it. It got me organized enough. It did take me most of the day to actually start taking action. But it, I started actually organizing things and figuring out strategically where I wanted everything. And ever since that realization came to mind, 
when I've gone for walks and when I've got been out, I've received so many messages and I've heard so many sounds because I've actually spent a few times like not listening to my meditation right away in the in the walk. And so, for example, today I went and I heard a cardinal really clearly. I was like, I know it's a cardinal. And I looked over and I immediately saw it. And that's so rare. Usually they're up in a tree somewhere and I won't see them. But it was on top of someone's house on their like little weather vane thing. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's so clear. I see it. And then it swooped down into like this little baby tree that they're growing in the yard. And I saw it there and it stayed there for a while. And I was like, wow, that's such a cool thing. And I wouldn't have heard it if I wasn't paying attention and I wasn't actively listening. So I feel like all of these things are having a similar message to be in the here and now. But that involves being physically and mentally and spiritually present. And there's this element of trust there where the more we follow our own intuition and actually take action on it, the more spirit crumbs come up, the more spirit can actually align us with things because they know we'll be coming up to them in the path and that we'll actually be open to seeing them because we're physically present that we'll actually be able to take action on the things when we need to for divine timing. I think that's another big part of it is that we don't know the timing for things, but sometimes when we feel like, oh, these things just aren't happening for me, things aren't falling into place. But then I thought, what I started realizing with all of this was I was like, well, how can I expect these things to show up if I haven't done the like main obvious things that I know I need to do to feel productive and to feel energetic and to feel inspired if I'm going to be seeing the same environment every day that's messy and chaotic and I'm not making art I'm not being creative I'm not getting my to-do list done you know I'm making things drag on longer than they need to then of course spirit knows I don't have capacity for bigger things that they have planned for me and it's you know maybe me moving the timing. Maybe it's ready for me. Maybe it's all in my field. And all it takes is for me to make the space for it, clearing out the to-do list, clearing out the physical space in my apartment, you know, clearing out time in my week for being able to do things when they spontaneously come up. So all of this to say, (laughs) in the longest way possible, to really be in the here and now, because by being able to receive the messages and physically see what needs to happen, see what you actually need to do in your space, whether it's cleaning or moving things around or just using the creative tools you have, that's what builds your trust in yourself. And then you can start to see how what you're doing now connects to where you want to go. And if you look back in the past, all of the times that you really had things manifest quickly were probably the times that you were acting on things as they came up because you were so excited about them and you were so willing to do that and to take the leap. So, And honestly, what's really funny is I just looked at my shelf and there's a kid's book on it and it says, jump, leap, count sheep. (laughs) I'm feeling like this is kind of our message to, you know, the jump is to like take the action. The leap is to trust that you're going there. And count sheep is to like actually get your rest and actually just trust that things are happening when you're not actively working. You know, by jumping and leaping, you're going to have the abundance 
there to count later on. You're going to have all of that come in. So you know what? My bookshelf just ended the episode for us. On the note of what I'm working on right now related to this, I have been doing some dream life readings. We have the remote recharge for Leo season on Thursday, which you can still sign up for. And next week, we have a group recharge and development circle when we're going to be able to each share our experiences of what came up for us, learn from each other, make connections between each other. And then I will share what came up similarly to the way I do in the email summary, but it'll be live on Zoom. I also want to say that in terms of the dream life readings, I've really been loving doing that because it's just me tapping into what your vision might be for the future, but more importantly, the things that you can do now in order to get there. And I think that might be part of the energy that's been inspiring me to take action for myself because I can see all of this magic that's just waiting for people that they're just not seeing. And I don't know if you heard that, but my drum just cracked right when I said that. So I feel like that's a sign. So if that's something you're interested in for the rest of the summer, at least they're going to be $44 for the readings. They're 20 minutes. Sometimes they might be a little bit over, but they are 20 minute readings and I can either send them as a video or an audio uh, recording for you. And yeah, they are super fun. And so far they felt really inspiring and I would love to be able to connect to that energy for you. I will see you next week for another episode. And as always, feel free to reach out if there's anything you'd like to share. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.